0: Hey, this is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour!
1: Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name is Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who has banished his pants and underwear to the afterlife and is currently using telepathy to jack his own boner off. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, (laughs) Puminati. And transmitting to us from Dracula's castle... The bearded, bloody booger eater known as Shuddy Boy. You. Blah, blah. Oh yeah, brat brat indeed. So, we've got a lot to discuss this week. But when I sat down at my um, my MSPH poo command center, I found a, a post-it note. Oh, there's many of those. But I found a. Uh, a grinder that I've had, this 100% goes has to go back to the East Coast days, I'm sure. And um, it's got a Keef catcher, which I'm sure at this moment is busting at the seams full of Keefer Sutherland. But
2: Why don't you open it and do a reveal and let us see?
1: I don't even know if I can crack this thing open. It might be sealed with gooey gooey Keef. But um I, I I went I was at Carl's place and I was about to grind up some weed with it and she was like, What's going on in there? Is that grinder okay? I was like, Yeah, it's just fucking old. You know, it's like me. I look like shit. I'm old, but I'm hanging in. But she was like, No, the, the stuff in there is like all red. And you know, obviously I'm colorblind and I don't <coughs> see it. I see just remnants of decades of ground up weed being mashed into the top of it in between the teeth and now that i'm like talking about this and i was just about to show it to you guys and ask you guys what color it is i forgot that my fucking webcam is all shitty and always makes me look blue so i don't even know what color this is gonna look like to you guys
2: well we'll tell you you see that circle yeah that it's brown it's brown yeah it's like a yeah. pink
3: brown. It, or so. a
2: rust, rust colored, so I could see dark red. All that is is just old weed in there that I think is just browned. You need to let that soak in some rubbing alcohol. I don't know if you guys,
1: I'm, I'm going to guess Shuddy does not, but Jeff, you might be as funky as me. I used to relish how disgusting I could get my marijuana paraphernalia. Like I had this bong that I got when I was 19, James bong. Wait, isn't,
3: isn't relish what you
2: put on a hot dog? I mean, it is, but he's using it also correctly.
4: Do you want to guess?
2: Say that sentence again. Let's play a game. Let's turn this into an impromptu game. Say that sentence again, Kevin. And then Jeff, using context clues. Let's see how close to the actual definition in context you can come to.
5: Okay, I'll, I'll, I will catch up on your guys' vocabulary.
1: <gasps> uh, <laughs> shit, I don't even remember what my sentence was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I used yeah, yeah, to yeah,
2: yeah. relish in trying to get my first bottle like, as dirty as I could. I was just kind of more or less saying a dad joke.
3: It was oh, okay. uh, It was improperly timed. It's just to like strongly look forward to something.
2: Yeah, okay. No, I mean, it would have made it funnier had you really not known. Uh, I do like the joke, though. That's what made the that's what got us. That's what got us to both jump on. All right. Let's let you figure this out. But yes, you are correct,
3: Jeff. And because of my sorted slash shitty history with using words, I tried to not use that word ever because it was like, wait a second. Am I am I saying it right or or am I am I using like the hot dog garnish inappropriately? <laughs> you know what I, I mean?
5: I guys you guys know I I really hot dog wiping from back to front.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: like am I am I stra- meddling relish or does this does it actually work?
1: So I got the keef compartment moment. You you guys want to see um how much key or sutherland I'm working with?
2: Yes, let's see.
5: Meow 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 meow.
2: Oh my that god! Is, I've never seen Keith that shade of brown though. It's brown. It's like <laughs> dirt brown, according to the camera.
3: Yeah, it? Doesn't, it doesn't scare me though. Like I would no, definitely... I'd still
2: smoke it. It's just you can tell it hasn't been added to recently.
3: Gavin, yeah, I'm I'm coming over. Since save that, me, <laughs> you, and Keith for Sutherland are gonna party.
1: Well, maybe we should Google if Keef expires and if it can, like, murder him. Maybe we shouldn't and just do it. Oh, uh,
3: well, I don't want to get murdered. But, nah, let's just, just fucking let's just play through, baby. I was it's the worst that's going to happen.
1: I was at a house party in Havertown once, and I think it was this exact grinder. I I, I opened it up, and I was like, let's see how much Keef I've got. And it was packed to the gills, and I chopped out a line and snorted it. And... uh that was a very, very bad decision.
2: Okay, so from Reddit nine years ago. Cleaning around Beautiful. my house when I found out about two grams of keef still in its container from a dispensary. I believe it's about less than a year old, but I don't remember it being a tannish color. So sort of like yours. The first comment from Angry Space Dino is, yes, keef this old can be fatal.
1: Oh, come on. Bullshit. Luckily for
2: you, I have a key disposal facility in my near vicinity. Why don't you send it my way so I can get rid of it <laughs> safely for you?
1: There we go. Okay. <laughs>
2: like I was like, I, I saw read the first two, like, first what is it? Seven words of this, and I was like, oh no. And then I read further. I'm like, oh. It is Good joke. It, it's a joke. Uh it could just be dried out so it might burn yeah. harsher, but you're you're not gonna be uh in any danger
1: yeah cause when when I snorted a line of keef, it was you know it's it's very pollen like
2: so it, it is pollen I, I believe
1: I sneezed like thirty thousand times, and like my eyes got real puffy and started watering, and like booger snots were just like dripping down my face down to my chin. I I did not look as cool as I thought I was going to, but
2: it's actually, so nobody corrects me. It's the flowers, trichomes, resin glands. It's not pollen.
1: Is that pollen adjacent? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Now we're getting into way too much.
1: Wait,
5: you mean adjacent like in Friday the 13th? <laughs> <laughs>
3: It is spooky season for at least a couple.
1: Well, two more days. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like a majority of of people are going to be listening to this on Halloween.
2: I'm not gonna. I can't go into this definition, this very scientific explanation of trichomes to to get your answer. But I, it does not appear they're pollen adjacent.
1: Well, I, it it was it felt like I snorted a line of pollen because holy shit did my allergies
2: go. Well, there's such out fine granules that of course it was going to make you sneeze.
1: Yeah, I mean I was I was red, swollen, puffy, tears and like clear mucus snotters running down my face. It was very bad. I shocking, I did not get laid that night. Huh. Uh the talk. So, yeah, I mean, I the the trip back east that I just went on cut a little bit into my yearly rewatches of horror movies because I like to save some of the heavy hitters towards the end. And now now that it's, you know, it's Mischief Night, Devil's Night, or some people have no idea what that means. So, the day before Halloween, uh I'm I'm only going to have time to watch a couple on the list.
2: Uh my, oh, my heavy hitter is- Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. Your question is more important.
3: Well, I mean, it's, I guess, for both of you. Uh, What is, like, is there a traditional Halloween movie that, like, you think is the the scariest or just the, I don't know, the most Halloween-themed that you guys see for October 31st? Well, I I think we're doing The Shining, or my brothers are doing The Shining tonight, so that would be their answer.
1: I usually do trick-or-treat, even though it's not the greatest movie in the world. It's just a very fun Halloween movie.
2: Did you see they're doing a sequel?
1: I didn't, but another one of my heavy hitters that I usually watch very close to Halloween is It Follows, and I just saw they announced that's getting a sequel. Same writer-director, and Micah, Micah Monroe is coming back to star in it. So that's that's very exciting. I think It Follows as a fucking five-dicker.
2: Uh, <laughs> tonight, uh, for What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, wrapping up the spooky season movies. I shouldn't say that because I'm sure Dom is going to have something spooky season adjacent next time. Uh, nope, I know what the next movie is, and it's not spooky season adjacent. Uh, we're wrapping up with Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Hmm.
1: Have either then, of you seen it?
2: N- uh, no, no, we have not. Man, that's really. Be... I, I would assume that's in Dom's regular rotation. Um, And then tomorrow, because of the way I've operated spooky season, uh, I am not going to get to either of my usual must watches. What are those? Uh, Typically Monster Squad and Green Room.
1: Oh, man. You're not watching Monster Squad this year?
2: Uh, Because Draven requested a double feature tomorrow night of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Part 2.
1: Ooh. That's, That's That's solid.
2: It's a truly scary movie.
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre is fucking incredible. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is so incredibly bizarre and in the other direction that I love that one a whole bunch too. Well,
3: what do you mean in the other direction?
1: Like, it's so, not s- scary. It was, it's not comedy. It kind of is. It's very, right. It's okay. it's weird. It's a weird fucking movie. And like the first Texas Chainsaw is so just gritty and grounded in reality and terrifying and the second one is like 80s cheesy camp weird dennis hopper but it fucking rules i love texas chainsaw massacre too dude they're mm-hmm. this is probably way too deep cut for most people but they're putting out um a a 4k release of monster squad i think next month which is i don't know why they didn't get it in time for october but it it also comes with a disc of the Wolfman's Got Nards documentary, which I've always wanted to watch.
3: You say Wolfman has nards? Yeah, yeah that's a
2: line from the movie.
1: It's in Monster Squad. Uh,
2: uh, Wolfman <laughs> has nards is a very good documentary.
1: And I think it's directed I have by... I watched
2: it on Apple TV.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm I pretty it sure it was it. it was directed by the 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 lead kid from Monster Squad, obviously yes, as an adult. That is correct. But the kid that played Fat Kid, A.K.A. Horace, I think he died of pneumonia at like 19.
2: Yeah, he was super young.
1: It's Terrible. Yeah, but and I, I think they go over that in the documentary too. So I've I've always been wanting to check it out. I've just never gotten around to it. So. I might, I might splurge to get Monster Squad again on 4K, just to get a a disc of that documentary. But uh, anyway, I just got back last night from the East Coast. It's the first Jersey trip I've made in a while where I actually got to hang and party, and oh boy, Mm -hmm. oh boy, Shuddy, did we party? (laughs) Good lord. How, yeah. was, how was your decisions
2: day? were made very important. it was hell yeah it was hell it was hell uh i had fun <laughs> uh and it helped me uh i was in not the greatest of moods uh but i got right to the line of where if i hadn't switched to miller light when i did we could have been in the <laughs> mood you, we could have been in for some Weepy, shuddy boy, nonsense. Uh,
1: Wait, you were, getting, you were getting all emotional and torn up at the bar?
2: No, no, I wasn't. I'm saying that with how I was feeling like before you got out here dealing with my heartbreak and all of that, uh, it could have it – luckily it didn't. But I was worried uh, earlier in the day that the night was going to go sideways and I was going to ruin Dom's birthday.
1: We would have gotten an appearance from emo Shuddy.
2: Yeah, but it didn't. We got uh, ice ice baby Shuddy instead,
1: <laughs> which a lot of people saw on my Instagram story and the podcast's Instagram story. <laughs> Man, so we this this past week was my mom's birthday and Dom's birthday, and I was like, "All right, that seems like." a good excuse to make uh, an extended trip back to Jersey and see everybody. And um, Dom's girlfriend put together a really nice surprise party for him. And um, she was telling me that, so he had it at this bar that everybody used to go to constantly back in the day. And where Dom's, Dom's karaoke stomping ground. So she reached out to them and reserved the side room where they, Moved the karaoke to now that I guess it's a less popular attraction. She got that place sealed off for like a private event just so we could, you know, throw Dom a surprise. And she got all this He-Man stuff, like she got a He-Man happy birthday banner, a He, bunch of He-Man balloons, He-Man dishware, and a a custom-made He-Man cake. And when she was talking to the people at the bar about like getting there early to set it all up, they were like, wait a second, how how old is your boyfriend turning? And she had to be like, yeah, 44. Wait, your boyfriend is turning four? No, 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 44. But, you know, he, he's got <laughs> a he I was almost He-Man doing the same He-Man thing for there. my
3: birthday party with the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I only got napkins, though. I didn't go all out like, like Tom. Yeah. It was, I could see Dom really, really leaning into that theme though. <laughs> oh my
2: god, the, the, it was getting him there. I gave him this story that we had a dinner reservation at a restaurant, but we were going to stop at a bar for a drink beforehand. And as we're walking into the bar, like he's asking me a million questions about the restaurant we're going to for dinner. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm having to, like, force him to like he like stopped as we're entering I hear them counting down getting ready to shout surprise Dom stops like dead in his track in the door he's like so where is this restaurant we're going to I'm like let's let's talk about this inside get in this fucking room let's go <laughs>
3: we're trying to surprise you we shut the fuck up and act surprised <laughs>
2: yeah, well, <you> <laughs> not worry about what's ha- supposed to happening in an hour let's focus on right now
3: yeah, really? You guys got a dinner reservation for nine o'clock? That's weird.
2: Yeah.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah. So we get in there and we're drinking, and Dom's Dom's lady had uh, a very nice spread of bar food set out that was fucking delicious. You would have been a big fan, Jeff. It was, it was heavy, bar food heavy hitters. It was a big tray of mozzarella sticks with sauce, chicken fin- chicken tenders. Boneless buffalo um, poppers. And then There's these, like, no hot dogs there, right? No, no hot dogs. None. They were a person. Yeah, another incident. Although Shuddy did get to retell the Dom choking on a hot dog at a sporting event story. Yeah, because Dom a
2: told a an old friend just the bare minimum parts of the story. He told him that he choked on a hot dog at the game. I'm like he didn't tell you any of the lead up to it because the choking, like it, the story is so wild. Yeah. It's just, it, it's so like he, we were riding such a high from partying with college kids to having to leave the game early. Cause Dom almost died. Like it was such a wild ride of emotions.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was great hearing that again because there were some details that even I had forgotten. Um, but you know it was great time. the The food was awesome, and then once they opened it back up to you know the the general public, people started flooding in. The karaoke started, and uh, it had been I don't know it had to have been like at least fifteen years since I've been to the Tally Ho, and that was the place where we used to go. Constantly, I mean, I got, I almost got kicked out of there because on St. Patty's Day, I brought a bunch of cutouts of four leaf clovers and a staple gun, and I was just going up to random people at the bar, letting them staple shamrocks onto my chest and stomach. And seems fun. The, the staff did not appreciate the fun games that I was bringing that night, and they stole my mm. my staple gun from me. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, that was the type of... Did they give you a chance to keep it if you left? I don't think so.
3: Or was it like one of those things like elementary school teacher where you get it back at the end of the school night?
1: I don't think I got it back at the end of the school night. They just fucking took it from me. But, you know, that was the era when we were going regularly. You know, we were in our, our 20s, and we could still party like maniacs. And now we go back there, and we're all in our 40s. And it's still in a college town, so all these college kids are showing up. And we're like, God damn it.
2: I will admit that from not being partiers in general uh, anymore, uh, and also not partying with me frequently, and not knowing that I was going to go off reservation and start drinking Southern Comfort again on Mm. Friday night, I ordered my first drink knowing that Kevin doesn't like it and plotting a way to try. And I can, if I walked up to him, how I could get him to taste it.
1: Oh, and I uh, felt that telling him what it was. And I
2: didn't even have to do anything. He just went, uh, what is that? And I was like, here, try it. And he took a huge gulp of it and almost puked on the floor.
1: Yeah. I have not had, Southern Comfort for probably like 20 years. Ever since I, I got way too drunk drinking SoCo and Lime shots at my old electrician Christmas party that I puked out the window of my uncle's pickup truck on the, the Garden State Parkway and completely coated the bed of the pickup truck in my vomit that froze by the time we got back to his house that he had to hose off and unfreeze like a puke popsicle. And, uh, yeah, I, just the smell of Southern Comfort will make me wretch. And fucking bitch-ass Shuddy Boy tricked me into drinking it and actually consuming it. So that was a horrible way to start things. I knew you were like, oh, I'm only going to have like three drinks. I don't even drink anymore. And when Shuddy Boy snuck up behind me and kicked me in my nuts from behind, I knew we were in trouble. If Shuddy Boy starts kicking people in the nuts, that's when it's like, oh, shit.
2: No, no, let's not, let's not put it as people in the nuts. It's only you. It's only you. And it would have, back in the day, it would occasionally be Dom, but it was his night. I wasn't going to do that to him, but you were, he was standing, his legs spread just perfectly enough that I could hook my, just get my full foot and catch him right where the foot meets the ankle with the upshot like oh yeah it was everything he,
1: in one shot it was grundle nuts and penis all in one kick it's the amateur hour kevin i guess so you
3: know you can't be standing there with your nuts just
2: and you know what in the open you know what i even reminded this motherfucker that i got him in the nuts later in the night and i faced zero retaliation
1: i like to play the long game <laughs> one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna have no penis and be like what the fuck happened and I'd be like, ha pranked.
2: But you <laughs> know, it. when when we had known that this party for Dom was going on, I had figured it was going to be a go hang out for a little while, be home, relaxing by midnight. Uh, and we got thrown out of the bar because it was closing time.
1: Yeah, I can't remember the last time I closed out a bar.
2: I can't remember it either. And then we got Wawa and then sat up at my house until after 4 a.m. just talking.
1: Yeah. And then we
3: smoked. You two or
1: like
2: more people? Me, Draven, and Kevin.
1: Yeah. And I, I got the I got wonderful. the spins. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. I have to be up in a few hours anyway to drive to Lincroft, New Jersey to have lunch with my family at noon. So I got like three hours of sleep that night. And I even knew like, like getting ready to go to sleep. I was like, tomorrow is going to be absolutely fucking terrible. Like, I don't know why we added a shot into the mix. Like at one of the very last drinks we ordered, we got cocktails and a shot of vodka. Like what the fuck?
2: I walked up to Kevin. He was at, we went up to get a drink and I was like, let's do a shot. And he was like, okay, but no whiskey and no Mm -hmm. Southern comfort. How about vodka? When I was thinking like what had prompted me to do it is the bartender poured something that looked to be like Swedish fish, like something fucking really tame and sugary. And Kevin said vodka. So I panicked and ordered shots of gray goose. I mean, Uh, I always forget that
1: those pussy ass shots exist.
2: <laughs> like, I was watching like Swedish fish getting poured. I'm like, let's do shots, and Kevin's like vodka. I was like, uh, all right,
1: we we drink vodka, comrade. <laughs> and that that was that was after probably already having eight gin and tonics for me. Um,
3: and I had, did a, a lemon
1: drop shot.
2: I think I, I, I think four I made it southern comforts and sprite and a Jaeger bomb. I think I made it into point. double
1: double digits for the first time in a very long time.
2: I got really damn close if I didn't, but yeah, Saturday was brutal. Like the dogs would not let me sleep past eight o'clock upstairs because they wanted to go out and have breakfast. And then I fell asleep on the couch with an alarm set so I could make sure Kevin was up in time to get ready and leave. And then he came downstairs and I could, see immediately how bad he was hurt. I heard the toilet flush like twice before he got in the shower. And then it took him like 15 minutes after the shower went off and two more toilet flushes to come out. And I was like, Oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. There were two poops
1: and a barf. (laughs) Like I, I pooped and then I turned the shower on and then I was like, Oh no, now I have to barf. And I, I, I learned very quickly that I did not chew my Wawa hoagie enough the night before because...
2: Oh, so it was a painful vomit.
1: Yeah, it was painful. It was thick and chunky. It was like I, like I, I shit it out of my mouth. Like I felt it all like every twist and turn that it made on its way out, I felt it. And then that grossed me out and made me puke even more. And I basically puked to the point where I was dry heaving. And it was like, oh, fuck me. And I, you know, I took Advil and stuff but, that, I, but right beforehand, so I puked those up and had to take more. Get out of the shower, and then it's like, fuck, now I have to drive over two hours. And like my head was spinning. I felt like I got hit by a bus. Fucking head hurt. Stomach's upset. Body aches. If I turn my head too quick, everything started spinning. And I'm like, oh, my God. Why did I do this? Shit? I should have sent you with
2: some liquid death. It was absolutely fucking brutal. And we had Gatorade in the... I just remembered right now that there's Gatorade in the house.
1: I mean, I probably would have drank I mean, that I and was, it
2: up. I was... Yeah, but I mean, for even for me, I was dead all day Saturday. I was dead all day. Like, Draven came downstairs around noon, and we watched some TV, and I woke up at, like, 3.30 in the recliner. He had abandoned... He had got tired of Watching TV, I guess, while I snored. Like I was dead all day Saturday. Like dead all day Saturday. Like it was rough. Even yesterday I didn't feel a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. And that I'm was a travel day not, for me.
2: I am not built for that anymore.
3: No. Hashtag built different.
2: <laughs> but it was fun. I'm glad and I'm glad Dom had a good time. Uh Did and you get as up as you
3: guys. I don't yeah. think so.
2: Oh, he did? He Yeah. He was. He was. I don't know that he was definitely tore up faster than we were. So I don't know what happened. Uh, once that we had hit, I had hit that point. I don't know what happened with him. Well, Dom, I, I mean, I he I closed out the bar with us. was all over the place. Oh yeah, I mean you
1: had your fucking vape pen. We are out you know, smoking. I mean, we smoked a decent amount of weed in the day before we even got to the bar and then smoked at the bar. And it, did we and we smoked back when we got back to your place, right? Or no?
2: Then we sm- I, we smoked a blunt when we got back to my house at 3:30 in the morning.
1: <sighs> yeah, that was a that was a very very vivid reminder that um I do not have what it takes anymore. I am, in fact, uh, in my 40s. If
2: anything, it's taught us you need to come back east more and hang out so we don't feel like we have to behave like that because it's so infrequent.
1: I mean, we did. But the the, the, the shout when we took the shot of vodka was, um, we're still cool. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst all these fucking college kids, here comes the fucking gray guys. Like, hey. We're still Core! We're doing shots of vodka
2: over here. Whoa. College kids who are every single one of them is dressed up for Halloween.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get that memo. Surprised Dom didn't go as like E-Man
2: cosplay or some shit. Well, Dom he didn't, didn't know. know. Dom
1: thought
3: we oh, were just right, going out right, right.
2: to dinner for his birthday. Like he didn't. Well, know even anything.
1: more so. <laughs> even more to the point. No, he was Ken from Street Fighter, remember? (laughs) Man, but it was. You know what? Now that I'm on the other side of it, it was fucking worth it. It was worth the thrashing. I mean, mean, it it definitely, like, my last day was definitely spent in low speed.
2: But, man. Yeah, I I mean, (laughs) I didn't leave the house at all, yes. (laughs) <laughs> Saturday I'm trying to remember if Draven and I. No. Uh Saturday I did run out to pick up uh coffee and pork roll egg and cheese sandwiches for Draven and I.
1: Man, that was uh that was the first thing I did when my mom picked me up from the airport. We went straight to the TikTok diner and got pork roll, egg and cheese.
2: Uh but that was the only time I left the house. Until at work this morning
1: yeah i wish uh I wish I had that same luxury, but yeah, that was fun, and before Dom's party, we went to some like hillbilly flea market, which
2: Quakertown farmers market
1: that place was so he hawed out, I was convinced that if you looked hard enough, you could find someone that would sell you meth in one of those little Stations.
2: Oh, what does he hot? out mean,
1: like real redneck.
2: Lots of uh, lots of mossy oak clothing.
1: And like the
3: real. If you Google that Jeff,
2: it'll really fuck up your your Twitter algorithm Mm -hmm. even more. Like it'll just mossy
3: oak clothing. Okay, look it up. Google it now. A lot of people selling
1: selling shirts with pictures of trump saying never surrender a lot of stuff like that there are
2: there are several stores in there that i won't go into because of
1: i mean it's all just like of... they're all like trump boutiques
2: but they did it's, have a... um,
3: what jeff say so it, looks, it just looks like hunting gear yeah exactly, it's you, exactly... Fucking, you can buy a ghillie suit Which is pretty awesome. I told you guys that story about my buddy made a ghillie suit for our stick wars. Right? I told you guys that before. For what wars? We used to, growing up, we used to play stick war in the woods, which is, we just get sticks and beat each other with them, throw them at each other. (laughs) And my my buddy built a fucking ghillie suit and, like, got out in the woods, like, two hours before it even started <laughs> buried himself in the ground. And I don't know, like I saw the ground moving from a distance. And what the fuck? And like my little brother or my, my, my buddy's little brother, like just kept walking. I was like, nah, Ben, stay back. Ben, stay back. He's like, "What? what's up? And he just like keeps walking. And then all of a sudden like some guy jumps out of the ground my buddy in a fucking ghillie suit and just like, kidnaps this this little kid and starts like, and like fucking runs deeper into the woods. And I was like, oh shit.
5: Oh, he just got taken by the Blair Witch.
3: <laughs> I mean, I knew the ghillie suit was a possibility. I mean, he'd been working on it for a while, so he was going to unveil it eventually. But I mean, he probably had so many fucking just...
1: ticks and bugs in his ass crack from that.
3: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I know it didn't let him I that didn't let him uh that didn't stop. Because he could have just went and is Mossy Oak a style? It's not a store, right? It's a brand. Oh, it is. The Mossy Oak store. <laughs> oh shit, all right. He could have just did that for a ghillie suit. Fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, I mean I drove by my old neighborhood and like the house that I grew up in and drove past the woods that I played in where I built forts out of like sticks and branches and the the spots where we used to hide all the pornos that we stole from the quick check dumpster. It was a it was a nice little trip down memory lane. Hmm. But yeah, that that what, that what? flea market place. They had Did you buy anything? No, but I I was I was tempted. They did have some cool shit. Like they had a crazy pet store that had those Zoschel shodels. What are they called? Axolotls. Axe axolotls those weird underwater salamanders that have like coral branches growing out of their fucking head coral (laughs) and then they had like uh this used dvd and blu-ray shop that had all these deep cuts so shuddy got dom all these shitty movies that he's probably gonna love
2: uh what was it florida straight
1: yeah some like insanely obscure movie with raul julia
2: lord straits
1: i think on letterboxd 120 people have have marked it as watched i know dom loves a deep cut
2: um i so when i was i was trying to find something for dom for his birthday i wanted to get him something fun i usually buy him t-shirts so i wanted to avoid doing that this year and since I knew Kevin was coming out Quakertown farmer's market was always the plan. So I walked up to the guy who worked there and asked him if he could show me where movies similar to hard ticket to Hawaii would be. And he walked me over right to a section full of exactly what I was looking for. And
5: yeah, there Hard were... ticket
2: to Hawaii is a movie that we did on what the fuck did I just watch Jeff that, is was it recent no it's an uh no it's an older episode of the show and it's an older movie it's just an absurd straight to straight to vhs kind of 80s action movie yeah
3: i'm looking i'm on the imdb page you know i've never heard of any of these people
1: well the guy that directed it he he was like i think he might have lived in hawaii and all he did was make these movies called, I think he refers to them as Triple B's. It's like bullets, bombs, and boobs. And he literally would just write the shittiest scripts possible, shoot them in these beautiful locations, and cast penthouse pets to just shoot guns and things would explode and then titties plop out. You would love them.
3: What? It, sounds, it sounds great. What, was there nudity in Hard Ticket to Hawaii?
1: Oh, yeah tons cuz the the two female Check leads are out penthouse out. pets so they just have their boobs out constantly um but let's see what else happened what else happened uh i did go to american dream and it's kind of yeah. what's it called uh, uh, uh serendipitous of how we were just talking about Toys R Us and how much we want Toys R Us back. And when I went into American Dream, which, quick backstory on it, it is this massive project, project by the Meadowlands in Jersey, kind of near New York, that they've been working on. I think they first started coming up with a plan for it in, like, 96, And then they finally got things off the ground. And it took them, I think, 17 years to build it. It's a $5 billion mega mall that has, amongst other things, a fully functioning indoor ski and snowboard slope. It has two mini golf courses. It has a 7D virtual reality experience. It has a Nickelodeon theme park and a DreamWorks themed water park with Shrek slides and stuff.
2: What are the seven D's?
1: I mean, the usual 3D. And then, well, yeah. I'm guessing. What are they, the four additional? I'm guessing they pump in some stanks, so there's smell-o-vision. I'm guessing your seat vibrates. So that's another D. So I think that takes oh, you up you didn't to five. this out. No, no. I mean, we had... So my mom and I were, were going to babysit for my sister and her husband because it was their anniversary. And since American Dream isn't too far from where they live, we we just went up there and we're like, all right, let's kill like four or five hours here. And we barely scratched the surface. And it was kind of a bummer because I, I, I read online that they're not doing well at all. And I think they're u- losing something to the, the tune of 200 million dollars a year on that place (laughs) yeah that was not doing well (laughs) no And and it wasn't even all that crowded granted it was during the day on a weekday but it was like fuck man if if there was something that cool in california it would be a money printing machine like malls in california are doing as well as they were in the 90s but they are thriving. Um, American Dream Mall
2: reported a two hundred and forty five million dollar loss in twenty
3: twenty two. Yeah, I saw that. Let's see that now on Bloomberg.
1: Man, if you if you live in that area, you got to check it out. Because I was I was telling like a lot of my friends and family about it, and they're like, "Oh, we've always wanted to go check it out." I'm like, "You better fucking do it because it is awesome, and it is probably I not going to be around for all that long." But like, it had. Everything you could want. Like, it even had a fucking Toys R Us in it. A fucking Toys R Us! Come on! Granted, you know, it it didn't have all the stuff that I wanted from a Toys R Us. Like, they, they had zero Ninja Turtle figures. But they did have a lot of Ninja Turtle plushes from the new movie. So I guess that's fine. But they had an entire board game room, which was cool. And I bought some, some board games from my mom's place because I couldn't go to a Toys R Us without giving it some money. And she got my, my six-month-old nephew some, some baby toys and stuff, but they didn't have video games, which was a huge bummer. I was kind of hoping they would still be on the slip system where you, you pick the little slip up from behind the, the folder, pay, pay for the slip, and then you go to a video game room to pick it up
2: but that slip system hasn't existed for over 20 years.
1: So even before Toys R Us is shut down, what was their new system post the slip the pay for a slip thing? Like every other place. Oh. Well, that's unfortunate. Let me see if I can pull up some I took some photos and stuff. So uh that's
2: why I turned on sharing.
1: Okay, Sharon so is could... Karen. Oops. Oh, this is going to play music and shit. All right, hold on. Let me try and share this, son of a bitch. So this is a video, a quick video of the indoor ski slope. You guys see it?
2: Yes. Yep. That's been there for a while. That yeah, well, I guess,
1: I guess this place opened in 2019.
2: The mall did, but the indoor ski slope has been there for quite a while. That was the first part of it that was built, I'm pretty sure.
1: And that place was actually doing pretty good for, you know, a weekday in the in the early afternoon.
2: Yeah, I mean, let's just a mall that big on real estate that valuable, it's right next to MetLife.
1: Look at this. I I sent this to Jeff and Shuddy, but they had a that massive is... Nerf section. Yeah, did you ever pull the trigger on that? No, so, I think I'm too fat for it.
2: Does that gun mount the to the to the vehicle? I believe so.
1: Yeah, it's like a. That's a, what I. It's like a Mad I Max mean, car for Nerf.
2: Yeah, a Nerf battle racer. Like it's fucking insane. How fucking cool
1: is that? Like, can you imagine if they had that when we were kids? I mean, I know only like. The uh, the rich kids would have one, but I would certainly go over their house to play with it.
6: Yeah, you could do, for sure. You could do fucking Nerf. I had Nerf. to go to a
1: friend's house for it. You could go do Nerf drivebys. And this is, oops, here's the front of the Toys R Us. Not the most exciting thing in the world. Okay, so this, can you guys see this? Yeah, Shredder. Yeah, so the the indoor Nickelodeon theme park had four different Ninja Turtle rides. And the Shredder one looked cool, but it was also, it almost looked like a, it's a roller coaster, but the carts you sit in are almost like the teacup thing. So while you're going on a roller coaster, they also spin. And I was like, all right, I am, I'm definitely past my prime on that one. That will make me barf, for sure. But this was the, the Nickelodeon theme park overview. And it's like, how can something this fucking cool exist, and nobody be there? Like, I know it was a school day, but tourists didn't want to come check this out. Like, this was fucking rad.
2: That's a really cool What's picture. Oh, uh, that's oops. <laughs> what was that?
1: That was that was a, a Zoom call from the production meeting. <laughs> But yeah, that that place that place was rad. They had like a krang ride, that was almost like the the pirate ship, but it was circular, and it spun in circles while it would do the back and forth pirate ship thing, and then would do complete flips. So a lot of cool looking rides. But I was like, fuck, if I went on that, I'd be barfing all over the place. They they had a Legends of the Hidden Temple, like uh, I put I put that picture up on my Instagram. But I took a picture with Olmec. And then behind it was a fucking Legends of the Hidden Temple-themed ropes course. I, I was blown away by how fucking cool this place was. Sounds like it's worth another visit. I mean, my mom was like, oh, I'm coming back here. I'm doing all my Christmas shopping <laughs> here. I'm going to buy myself some shit here.
2: I'm we fucking- should go back during, when you're back home for Christmas. I'll come up and we'll go.
1: Dude, I'm so see down. See what it's
2: see see what it's like at the busiest time of year.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I'll go on rides with you. I mean, um, Carl's going to come out too, so we can make like a little road trip and just go on all the rides except the ones that spin. So I don't I don't barf. Hey, you guys are you guys are going to Jersey for, for the holidays? Yeah.
2: Um, was That's it paid per ride or did you pay admission?
1: So there's like a QR code that you have to scan to add tickets. And I did not get as far into it to see what the tickets cost.
2: I'm looking that up right now. They're also going to have... All day access pass. So you can buy an all day access pass for
1: $60. That's actually not that bad. From when Carl and I went to that, that um, carnival where we rode the zipper... Riding the zipper was like ten bucks each, just one ride.
2: And then there's a points pass. Uh, let's see. So, mo- it says all rides are three or six points. So it's seven or twelve dollars a ride, or fifty nine dollars for the day.
3: Could be sixty nine. <laughs>
1: But yeah, that I mean that place had an indoor skating rink, a three-story candy shop, um endless fucking restaurants. There was a, a Japanese food market that had a bunch of Japanese snacks and stuff. It was It was epic. I could have spent an eight hour day in there. As somebody who loves malls, I was essentially gizzing my pants the whole time. <laughs> So
2: Sorry. for $115 a person, you get Nickelodeon, you get the Legends of the Hidden Temple Ropes Course, Blacklight Mini Golf, the Mirror Maze, and the Tilt Museum.
1: So I did, I did the, the Mini Golf, the Blacklight Mini Golf. My mom and I played, and that was pretty cool.
7: You didn't the do one. the Tilt Museum?
1: Nope. I didn't do the Angry Birds Mini Golf either. Uh, I beat her ass. We both got three hole in ones though. Just call me sick. Jack Off Nicholas. And you still beat her. Yeah. I mean she must have shot a hell of a score. Oh, I was I was like shooter McGavin out there. Crushing it. They even gave me a jacket for my performance. My left arm is slightly longer than my left. <laughs> But they they're, they're, they they have all this other stuff that's opening soon, too. Like, they, they had this big advertisement for this. It's supposed to be a, a wingsuit simulator. So you go into, like, an ultra-realistic VR thing, and you get to experience what it feels like to do those wingsuits of so the people that just, like, glide down mountains and miss hitting trees and rocks by an inch. That would... Hmm. That would probably make me barf. Now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, Shuddy, when I'm when I'm back in December, we got to fucking go. We should try and get as many people as possible together to make like a a massive field trip.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Let's see. What else? What else did I do on my fucking trip? That might be the 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 meat of it. I was there for five days. Um, and the only day I really partied was Dom's surprise party, which rocked me. I couldn't even, the, the night after was like my final night in town and a couple friends came over and I couldn't even have like a single beer. I just smoked some weed. I was like, I I can't, if I fucking, if I take a sip of beer right now, I'm probably going to puke all over the place. Man, I feel like I'm missing something, something. Fucking, ah, whatever. Who cares? Did you guys get to watch any new shit in this past week?
2: Uh, Thursday, I went with the boys to you. Uh, Nope. I went with the boys to see Five Nights at Freddy's.
1: Oh, I watched that on the cock. I actually watched that on the cock on my iPad on the plane ride home last night.
2: What did you think of it?
1: So I never played the game. I've never played any of the Five Nights at Freddy's games.
2: Neither have I. I've seen. I only went because the boys wanted to see it.
1: I've seen Willy's Wonderland, which is essentially the same movie, but it's R-rated and it has Nick Cage. And even that was spectacular. I don't know. It was a little w- underwhelming.
2: I thought it was kind of fun to watch. But overall, it wasn't very good.
1: Yeah, I mean, the characters weren't really written all that well, and especially towards the end. I don't know if like the gaps are filled in if you play the game, but I, was, I had no fucking clue what was going on at the end of it. I was like, wait, how is that person still there? And is this a ghost of that person or the real one? And how, like, how are these two? Like, there's, they introduce all these twists, and I'm like, they're not fucking making sense here.
2: Yeah, I mean, the boys really liked it and thought it was good. They played the game, so maybe. Uh, but I was just like, eh, whatever. I'll
1: tell you what, there, there were worse
2: things a- I could have done, but it was not, I don't think it was all that great.
1: I think it would have been better if it was R-rated and they could have gotten real nasty with the kills. Because they came close. There but, were a couple that were like, oh, that was pretty fucked up for a PG-13. Yeah, it was
2: still, it, it was probably as close to, be as bad as it could be to stay PG 13. Like they probably trimmed stuff out of it to get it to PG 13.
1: I did enjoy seeing Matthew Lillard. I've always been a fan of his. So it was cool seeing him in something. And then it was like this movie broke fucking box office records for something that debuted in the theaters and streaming at the same time. It made a fucking fortune and I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I do like Blumhouse and what they're doing for horror. So I'm pumped for them to get like a nice big chunk of change to go back into that coffer and just crank out more more horror movies. I don't know. It was probably for it was probably for those fucking whippersnappers we were drinking under the table at the tally ho, shuddy.
2: It wasn't for yep, us. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was I was only I was like a two and a half dicker for Five Nights at Freddy's. Agreed. Just a little underwhelmed and very, very clumsy stumble across the finish line. I had no fucking clue what was going on. But I don't know. As a as a cinema dork, I'm pumped anytime there's like the box office gets a win. Even Taylor Swift putting out her concert and making a shitload of fucking money. As long as people are going to the theaters, I'm pumped. I'll take it. I'll take it. Jeff, I'm guessing yeah, you must watching... fucking hate me. <laughs> yeah. You've just been watching nothing but football. Yeah. I've,
3: all I've been doing was watching sports. Um, Yeah. I've been waking up fucking early so I can start. Preparing for basketball, uh, to bet on basketball. It takes me a while while to write this shit.
1: Basketball and football overlap?
3: Yeah, there's actually what's called a sports equinox today. (laughs) Yeah, hockey, basketball, football, and baseball are all tonight. And
1: I think it's happened 29 times ever. So, are you able to watch all those things? Because you, yeah, you do I, have you do have a sports matrix in your living room. You've got three TVs mounted on the wall.
3: Yeah, and a few computers, and I got like unlimited screens on YouTube TV, so I can, I can fire up all my computers, all my TVs, and YouTube TV does this cool thing where they have like a multi-view, a sports multi-view, so I can put four games on my big screen, two games up top. And then my computer. So, I can watch seven or eight games,
1: really. I feel like it's like those, those 90s, like, dystopian cyberpunk movies where it's like, in the future, you will watch 17 sports at the same time. And then they cut to some guy wearing a helmet with, like, wires jacked into his neck and his mouth is hanging open and drool's coming out. Is that going to be you tonight? You're just going to be like,
5: oh, oh sports matrix.
1: Oh,
3: I'm gonna be gizzing over some sports tonight. You can bet your ass. <laughs> you're gonna be like that I got Randy, so much money in play.
1: You're gonna be like that Randy Marsh meme with just like you're laminated in giz and it's all over the couch and the TVs and the ceiling.
3: Oh yeah, I'll be Randy Marsh in it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I got to catch up on on some stuff. I want to watch the Bear that just got renewed for a third season, and everyone sucks that show's dick. Yep, sure
2: the do. first. That show's really good. Yeah. I will. I will say it's really good.
1: Have you? Have either of you guys watch. started the show that "Who's Dick"? I'm currently sucking. The Fall of the House of Usher.
3: Got to watch that. I got. Some, I got a review that said, from someone that said it wasn't that good, but then I have. I've heard a few people say it was good. You you really like it, right?
1: Yeah, I, I recommended it to like my family back east, and like my mom and sister started watching it, and they're they're all in. And you think I would like it? I do. Because it really is very succession-y, but with horror elements and some pretty gross and gnarly kills and stuff.
3: So I guess I got to check that out. I want to see that movie, that Netflix movie with Bill Burr and Bokeem Woodbine, Old oh, Dads.
1: I watched that. I heard that was funny. I watched that. Oh, I watched that right. in Jersey.
3: Well, Give it a review. What's up?
1: It was like I saw like a lot of, you know, the whiny people on the other side kind of complaining about it. And, you know, I'm I fucking I love Bill Burr. I love Bokeem Wood- Woodbine. I love Bobby. Well, kind of well, what does that mean? Because he's like he's like a cranky older dad who's like doesn't get an overly sensitive society. And like, wait a sec, we we're not allowed to say this anymore. So some people were like, you know. Wagging their fingers at it and I was like, all right, you know okay. what? Now I want to watch it even more. And so woke mob. Yeah. Is it okay Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't think a lot okay. of them enjoyed it. But I don't know. It was it was mostly like I looked on Letterboxd and I was just like, alright, I want to see what the the film snobs. I feel like a lot of people on Letterboxd are very uh wagging your your their fingers at things. And uh it was a lot of people just calling it outdated and stuff like that. And that, you know, that stuff doesn't bother me yeah. all that much. It's making me more,
3: it's getting me more interested, really.
1: But it was, it was, it had some moments that legitimately got me. Like, I don't know. Bill Burr is just one of those, he's, I feel like he's underrated as an actor. Everything I've seen him in, he fucking crushes. Even like his little stints in mean? Star Wars stuff.
3: What do you mean? guy got you. Like, give you the chin wobbles or sentimental oh, moments or no, funny. No,
1: no, Got me laughing.
3: Like, okay, I, I laughed
1: okay. out loud multiple times. It's, 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 it's not like I don't know. It's, it's not exactly reinventing the wheel. But if you like Bill Burr, you you fucking got to watch it. It's
3: you get. Yeah, I don't need for the wheel to be reinvented. I think yeah. my favorite movie of the years that uh, no hard feelings movie with Jennifer Lawrence yeah. so far. And, you know, that was pretty straightforward. Just goofy comedy. It was fucking sick. So, yeah. I'm down. I Yeah, I heard from a few people that old dads is good. How how many old dad dicks would you suck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, it's like a 3.25. Oh, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's like...
3: Do, 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 do.
1: No, it's it's not <laughs> do 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 do. It's still bom, bom. you will still laugh at it. It's just like you know. Check all out right, the runtime it here. it's like a hundred minutes. It's not it's not too long.
3: God. fucking Google does this gay bullshit where they give the fucking IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes scores like in the Google list, like, if you just Google something, like, Google movie. So, I'm looking at the score. Rotten Tomatoes, gave it a 26.
1: That's A bullshit. 26. No, it is not a 26. IMDb
3: gave it a 6.2. Apparently, 80% of Google like, uh, users like this movie. I'll trust
1: Google and IMDb more than bitch-ass Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, if you, if you like this podcast, you're not going to be I can't see you being disappointed by old dads. Like there are genuine, minutes? really, really Whoa, that. solid laughs in it. And Bill Burr, like I said, he's fucking awesome. Like Bill Burr should act more, but it's like one of those things. Like he's, he's like a hall of fame, Mount Rushmore stand-up comic. So like he's in like the highest echelon possible of that. And it's like, all right, do I want to take time away from this thing that I was just like clearly born to do? to do this other thing that's time consuming that I'm also amazing at.
3: Yeah, he he does eventually. Cause like, the like, can't like, yeah, I mean, he doesn't have to do the traveling comedy grind anymore. Like he can just do a fucking Netflix special and probably get 10, 20 million, whatever. I don't, I don't know. Sick yeah. money, but still it is a grind. And if you're going to do those specials, right. You have to, work on your material in clubs and 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 tour it around and, and tinker with it a little bit. Yeah. And you know, the the comp that I would make for him, a, he's not as talented, which is just saying a lot about this person, but like, you know, Robin Williams. Robin Williams is just fine. I mean, he could do anything really entertainment wise. But you know, maybe maybe he he pulls out an Oscar worthy performance in the next 15 years, because he—I he, agree. I think he's got it in.
1: Yeah, like I, it might sound like like an ass kissy thing that we're trying to say because we're Bill Burr fans, but objectively, dude has fucking acting chops. He's really, really fucking good.
3: I would think less of someone else's taste if they didn't like Bill Burr.
1: Yeah, he's just objectively funny. Like he might say some things that are like, ooh, you're not supposed to say that anymore.
2: But Shitty. objectively fucking No, funny. I'm just fucking I'm just fucking with you. Bill Bear is awesome. Like uh, he was right. so he was amazing in the King of Staten Island. Like, no, I'm just when you said right. that I just wanted to I have I've been very quiet for a little while, so I just want didn't want people to forget I was
3: here. Mm. Yeah, Imagine that though, someone be like, eh I don't know. Bill Burr doesn't really do it for me. I don't think he's that funny. He's like, well, hey, who are you? What do you mean?
1: Yeah, I'm not even going <laughs> to waste the wind coming out of my lungs to try and say anything funny around you.
3: Yeah, I'm not, and I'm also not going to waste time defending Bill Burr. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there, it's not like even a, like a matter of opinion thing. If you come to me like that, with you, you talk some shit like that, you're just flat out wrong.
3: Absolutely. All right. Well, that's stupid. It's a stupid opinion.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I, I, I I know I didn't give it like the highest score in the world, but it's still worth watching. Like you will 100% laugh.
3: It's
1: only a 104
3: minute commitment. If it was, if it was 3.25, I mean, you know, old dads with fucking Bobby Cannavale and Bill Burr isn't going to be a three hour runtime, but if you're... Because you have a three-hour runtime on a fucking three-three-dick movie, I'm like, nah, dude, <laughs> no, pass him, don't pass yeah. on that one. Yeah, you can um, watch a whole football game in that time.
1: Well, I see we've got a little bit of time left on the meter. Oh boy, do you guys think we should do something shocking to to fill it? I think we should. Should we we do something we haven't done in a long time?
3: I really don't know what you're talking about. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. What do you think about trying to dust off voicemails? Yay!
3: Have people... love that idea. Have people stopped sending them?
1: So I took a look. I opened it up last week, and we kind of ran out of time last week to do it, but... They're not piling on like they used to, but there are definitely still new voicemails coming in. Wow. So, uh-huh. let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The first eight voicemails cover from July 12th to now. So, they definitely fell off a bit. Uh, Well... Oh, oh! I remember. Hold on. I'm gonna do the fucking pull out and put it back in. (laughs) Maybe get a little queef out of it. I love
3: love when you pull it out and put it back. There.
1: Oh, it's making a buzz. Let me me pull out and put it back in again, real quick.
3: (laughs) Shake (laughs) shake it
1: around. Spit on it. (laughs) Okay. Let's see if it worked.
6: What's up, guys? Stabby landlord with another
5: dog.
1: Story. Um, so- I feel like I gotta, re-
3: I gotta like We need to be reintroduced To these guys Outside of yeah. like Poop and Kathy And Chewy Lee I forget who was that Who is this what did he say his name
1: was Stabby Landlord <laughs>
3: Alright I should, I should remember that name But for some reason I don't
6: <laughs> Sometimes He licks Other dogs pee I don't know if you guys ever noticed When this happens, dogs, like, do this little, like, piss chatter where they, like, kind of chatter their teeth. Uh, what the fuck, what is that about? And do people who are obsessed with piss and, like, drink piss and porn and shit, I don't watch that, but
0: do people chatter their teeth when they get piss in their mouth? Uh, let me know what you think. I mean,
1: Stabby Landlord. You could easily solve this mystery yourself right now and just piss into your own mouth and then call back and see if your teeth chatter. I've never noticed that. I mean, I know dogs love piss because that's how assholes and piss and poop is how they identify each other and claim territory. But I've never seen a dog chatter their teeth over piss. Have you guys?
2: Neither have I. Nope.
1: I don't really think I know what that is. When little mama mama relishes in, in a bunch of piss, does she... Does her does her teeth do weird things? No. She doesn't spend a lot of time in piss, I don't think. Well, what do you think, You just using context clues, what do you think chatter your teeth means?
3: I feel mean, like when we you're, you're really back. cold. When you're really cold, you just go.
2: Yeah, done. I mean, yeah. that's what chattering teeth are. Yep. yep. Or Man, when you're I'm on all, allegedly on... Uh, mdma
3: oh yeah i've heard of that happening to people who do I,
2: I,
1: yep mdma but um yeah as far as your your piss questions i mean little lucy lucy the yorkie she really gets up there when she sees like some grass or a leaf with some piss on it
2: does Damn. she lick it though I don't or think was he's... he saying, sniff it? I couldn't really hear the voicemail very well. I know. Well. I
1: don't know why they're so quiet. But um, I, don't, I, I don't ever see her tongue darting a piss leaf or anything like that.
2: Neither. I don't see that with my dogs either. Almost. <laughs> That'd be a bad
3: girl if Little Mama did that. Yeah. She's like,
5: ew, oh, shit. you yeah. ew, ew. Oh, Little Mama, that's fucking nasty.
0: Bad girl, Little Mama.
1: <laughs> okay, let's see what this human would like to say.
0: Uh, hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor calling uh, on a Friday, just about to get off work here and go up to uh, the path of Robles Mid-State Fair and see some him, uh, <laughs> some Hammy Hagar, some Sammy Hagar, uh, and just was listening to a con-
1: Hot take. I think Sammy Hagar kicks ass. But he's not better
3: than David Lee Roth, right? No, 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 no. Whose side you taking the breakup, David Lee Roth or Van Halen?
0: <laughs> Van Halen, he's a cop. He's a cop. Old cool episodes, right now I'm listening to 413, Yale, Canada, and uh, just a couple old Jeff suck a dick questions. Uh, just got me thinking and just wondering if Jeff would suck a dick. Think about me or blowing someone. Would rather would... Cool. have like a very thick. Spanish or italian accent for the rest of his life same voice but like
5: <laughs> oh <for>
0: that's <laughs> uh, not an accent i guess but...
5: oh mamma mia i want a tongue dart or a piece of flaps huh?
3: yeah i was just okay. thinking you do an impression of me as an italian
5: it's a me jeff jeffy boy
1: i don't know
3: <laughs> giuseppe Actually, Giuseppe's Italian Jeff. I don't think there was an Italian Jeff name. What's that
0: up? Like Papa
1: Giorgio?
5: Oh, it's a me, a Papa Giorgio.
0: Spanish, but you know what I mean. And you guys, I love the show. Can't wait for it every week. Kill it. Master chefs fucking slaps. I love it. Everything you guys do, you're the best, and you get me through every week. Cool. Thank you, guys. Take care.
1: Thank you, Connor. So what do you say, yeah, thanks, Jim? dude. Would you suck a dick or have an Italian or Spanish accent for the rest of your life? I'd, uh, I'll pick the Italian
3: accent for sure. <laughs> my grandma's full Italian. It's the only uh,
1: ethnicity that's in my family tree that I fuck with, to be honest. What if you suck a dick or you have a Jamaican accent like... Um, uh, like Gary Oldman in uh, True Romance.
3: Oh, no, that accent's hard. I'll take that one. I'm not sucking that <laughs> dick
1: there.
5: <laughs> oh, I don't even Count. know what
3: was. I still, sometimes I think about that character. And I was like, what was he even going? What was that person?
1: I have no idea. Was right. he white? He was white, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100% white. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, let's see. Where were we? Is another the voicemail?
7: Not sure when you boys are going to get this, so I might, you know. But, Juddy, uh, Kevin, four and a half, four, seven, five for Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem? Are you serious? Listen, I know we're all close to the same age. We all grew up with the, the old Ninja Turtles, but come on. Do me a favor. And try watching these movies not high. I know that's sacrilegious to say with MSPH. But try watching them sober.
1: Sounds like we got a fucking narc on our hands.
7: And then <laughs> that was if that fucking
1: sense. wearing... Why are wearing snitch? Yeah, this fucking pussy's going Karen on weed.
7: It's your score. Because that movie <laughs> was not good. Two and a half, two, seven, five... On a good day, but seriously, come on. Try, do try it sober, just once. Try something sober, just once. Just one of these movies. Come on. Seriously, you guys are on stupid.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I got stoned specifically to watch that one. But most movies I go to, I I don't get stoned for anymore because I'm fucking old, and it makes me sleepy. Man, everybody I know that watched that Ninja Turtle movie fucking loved it, and most of them weren't stoned. So you might just be a weenie.
2: That's what I'm leaning towards.
1: Maybe a bitch. Thanks
3: for listening. Thanks for watching.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we I think we have a voicemail celeb. Just looking at the um, the transcription
4: mad scientist party hour it's mike in missouri oh. hey, just wanted to kind of chime in on your uh weight loss competition super excited for oh you my guys. god
1: uh, yeah we're gonna we're gonna disappoint the fuck out of you right now deep voice mike i haven't I'm
4: sure that everybody's gonna be losing a little bit of weight hopefully everybody gets down to their goal weight and it is very successful um uh, you know, but we all know, um, as Jeff can attest to, the hardest part is keeping it off. So maybe consider adding a wrinkle to the competition um, that after you have your end date sometime this fall or before the holidays, uh, but then maybe there's a six-month later or a check-in a year later and have a, a really fun-slash-nasty punishment for the person who has regained the most percentage of weight after the bet is over, as some more encouragement to stay on track. Uh, so Lord. just throwing it out there. You guys keep up the good work. We'll keep listening. Take care.
3: I hate Mike's
1: idea more than the first idea. <laughs> yeah, I, this, this week was awful. Like, like I said, the first thing I ate was Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. Uh, I mean – there was pizza consumed, there was pasta, there was ice cream, there were snacks, there was candy. Uh, I went to my mom and I went to a bar because we had like a free night and we were just like, ah, let's just go get a couple drinks at this dive bar down the road. They had good food apparently. So we go in there, and you know, there's the high end dining and like fancy food, LA kills it. But as far as hole in the wall, mom and pop Chinese food and Italian food, there is much to be desired. If you've ever had East Coast Chinese food and East Coast Italian food, it is God tier.
2: And if you haven't, you're not living your best life.
1: So being back on the East Coast, I had to get some Italian food. And this, this place had some chicken piccata. So I was like, all right, fuck yeah, let's do it. It's very bad for me. I know there's a bunch of butter in it and it's pasta. And there's like breading on the chicken fucking whatever. And I look at the bar and I'm, or the, the menu, and I'm looking at the side options. And I'm like, okay, they got broccoli. So I'll, I'll even things out. I'll make sure I get some vitamins. I'll get some, some fucking vegetables in me. Ordered a side of broccoli. The broccoli came out. It was essentially a bowl of melted butter. And then someone threw a couple broccolis in it. It, it was fucking ridiculous. So like, even when I tried to eat something healthy... I ended up eating butter-soaked broccoli. So I, I felt it when I was walking. When I got back to my apartment this morning, I stayed at Carl's last night, and I'm kind of like running to get in so I could shower and get laundry done and get ready for MSBH. I felt the fat on the side of my ribs was Baywatch jiggling as I was running, holding my bags. <laughs> like I got, I got fucking titties yes. on the side of my ribs now. It's bad, Mike. It's bad. Uh, to the point where I don't think I need to weigh myself for another two weeks. I, I am going to give it a – I am going to get back in the groove. I, I've actually been planning out time during the day to get the exercise bike back out and watch movies on it and really give it a shot. Because yeah. I would like to – I don't have that far to go to not be gross without my shirt. Like I've, I, I don't know. Maybe like – I have at I least three to- years. 10,000 push ups to maybe get rid of my titties. I feel like I can chip away at that.
2: I am down 13 pounds.
1: Jesus, shoddy. I mean, this past week, what did that do to you?
2: No, that I mean, is what je- the scale said this morning. Fuck. I mean, you. if you puked any of it up, you should be all right. I didn't puke at all, thankfully. Like that's how I know that I got right to the line where things could have gone weepy, uh, (laughs) is because I didn't. I was, I didn't vomit.
1: Always the show off, this guy. (laughs) Oh, look at you! And Jeff, I'm guessing uh, the the Sports Equinox, whatever the fuck it's called, is is not going to be bringing a bunch of um, vegetables and rice cakes to your coffee table? No, I'm, I'm fucking,
3: I'm going Al Michaels here,
1: dude. I'm not eating a vegetable. I haven't eaten a vegetable in weeks. Oh, I months, thought you, you were going to bite a, bite a prostitute. No. Is that the that wrong was, guy? That was Marv Albert. Oh, shit. Thank
3: you for clearing that up so I no, don't get sued. Oh, I thought you saw this, but well, I guess it would make sense for you not to see it, but Al uh, Michaels in a recent interview said that he's never eaten a vegetable and he's proof that you don't need to eat a vegetable to survive. The guy's like, He's in his 80s and he still has a job making I don't know probably 20 million dollars a year. So he's fucking killing it.
1: Yeah, I mean my my grandma on my mom's side, the one the 85 year old that fucking ate shit and knocked her teeth out. She has never exercised a day in her life. She hates exercise because she doesn't like sweating. So she won't do anything that will induce a sweat. She does not watch what she eats. I think one of the reasons why she's she's not, you know, she's still alive and she's not a blob is because she also does not like relaxing. So she is, even though she lives alone now and she has like a tiny condo that she lives in, she's always on her feet, windexing something, putting stuff away, cleaning. She never really sits down to the point where her doctor set a daily reminder in her phone and was like, when this thing goes off, make yourself a cocktail and sit in the goddamn chair and sit on the couch and just watch tv or something like you have to stop being on your fucking feet all day but like she's sharp as a tack still going at 85 her mom lived to be 95 and she put so much salt on all of the stuff she ate at the dinner table that it looked like she went to olive garden and they were doing the, the parmesan cheese and like say when if people were around her, they would literally rip the salt shaker out of her hand because it was disgusting. And she ate a lot of meals by herself where there was no one to stop her and all the salt she put on her food. And the only reason she died was because she was spiteful that my grandma went to Hawaii with her daughters on a trip. So she starved herself to death out of protest. She could have lived longer. But she's very petty. So I don't know. It might be one of those things where we'll see what happens with the generation of people that were like, oh, I'm going to take fitness seriously and eat well. Like, are those people going to live to be like 130? And also, if you take care of yourself for all those years, what will a healthy 130-year-old look like? Is it that fucking zombie guy who was in that viral video who was just like a mummy reaching out for things, invisible enemies? Did you see that video? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Fucking terrifying. The guy looked like Dalsim from Street Fighter. He was just like some gangly skeleton.
3: Yeah, but I mean, you know, in his defense or his argument, he'd be like, what else does he have to do?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Should be interesting. I'm curious to see in like a couple decades when the first person who like, yeah, I lived an entirely healthy life. No processed food, exercised five days a week kept my cardio up. Like if that person makes it to 120, are they going to look like a regular 80 year old or will they just look like a grinning skeleton?
3: Well, I mean, we have someone in our friend group, more me, but you guys are related. Kwame motherfucker. I don't think he's ever eaten a piece of candy or soda in his entire life. And I, I have to ask him. I don't think he's ever had ice cream. Oh, come on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, if he still listens, I hope I hope he gives you an update. He uh,
3: he does he does.
1: No oh, shit! Shout out to Kwame.
3: And I don't think he smokes pot anymore because he's in like full on dad mode. But even when he did smoke pot, he never really he wouldn't eat junk food. He
4: didn't
1: eat asparagus.
3: No, like we would get the the spot that he really liked, and uh, when he visited was this play this, um, it was called golden bowl and they did like teriyaki rice bowls. That's pretty much the
1: most unhealthy I've ever seen him eat. What about drinking? Does he like to party? Has he ever gotten wasted? Yeah.
3: Yeah. He he can funnel his ass off. Like that guy could funnel a beer like as fast as almost anyone. Beer's pretty bad for you. Lots of calories. Fair enough. Yeah. He, he would, he would drink with us. I mean, we threw college parties all the time. We'll say that he got drunk you know, once or twice a semester, we'll say. Damn. Yeah, he's
1: probably going to live to be like 200. Yeah, maybe.
3: You know, but to your point, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll check on him in 20 years.
1: I mean, we'll have to check on him in 20 years because he's probably going to outlive all of us. Yeah,
2: They'll he's going to have to check, to check on him. us in 20 years.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like this motherfucker, right? Like...
3: He's carrying like single digit percentage of body fat, you know, like it's under 10 for like, for sure. I don't know. I don't know what the number is, but it's single digits. So yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll check in with him.
1: Okay. Like, Hey, in production, I
3: know shit I'm going. Hey, how's your health?
1: <laughs> all right. Are we... Yeah. We got time for another one. Oh, I already mm-hmm. seen the transcription. Mm-hmm fucking
3: pyro what's up guys
6: pyro here uh, it's august 31st so you'll probably get around to this in 2024 long after the competition is over but anywho no really I mean if you don't want to increase your activity cutting calories is the best but you know I've always preferred the method of like I have a job where I walk like 17 miles a day so to maintain weight I have to eat like 4000 calories a day so I get to be my inner fat ass, Fuck. while keeping my exterior fat assed. But, you know, just a thought.
7: Anywho, have a good one.
3: Oh. That was a lean one. Yeah. It's pyro.
1: And it looks like he called back with another lean one. We can just finish that out. I mean, it is kind of weird that we're talking about the fitness stuff now, and he's he's got his I mean, Shuddy, you didn't really change anything, but once you got a job or you were on your feet all day, the pounds kind of fucking melted off for you.
2: Well, that's how I did it initially. Yeah, but I've been I've been working out and eating better this time around. Hmm. All right, well, I kind of lacked the uh, got a little bit. Lax with the eating well, but I'm still doing kettlebells and I have muscles in here now that I never noticed before, like in my pecs.
1: Can you do the Terry Crews titty bounce yet?
2: Not noticeably because I still have, I still have my, I mean, I'm still, I'm still chubby. Like I'm still, I'm barrel chested though now instead of flabby. Like I, my pants are bigger. Uh
3: and we call that um me and Shuddy and Don would call that the Lex Luger titty jiggle.
2: Uh yes, we would. Um but I'm finding that my pants are tighter in the thighs and the calves from doing squats and such.
1: Oh man, Shuddy Boys do so not have fucking cakes.
2: They're they're too they're big in the waist and then small in the, the thighs and the cabs well not when i say small they're noticeably tighter than they were last year but like they're not unbearable like i'm not i'm not fucking yoked all the way around like some sort of lifter or anything i'm just in better shape than i was two months ago
1: i well i hope that when i see you again in december you have a big fucking kim kardashian ass
2: Wagon. I mean, as long as if if you're gonna if you promise that you'll smack it, I will do my best to have it. I mean,
1: weird, but I don't guess make, I'll, I'll commit. Don't make that <laughs> promise. Com- not don't. I'll commit to that for the bit. Just text him. <laughs> like think about it. like all I have to do is slap Shuddy Boy's ass, and he's gonna develop a Kim Kardashian ass. Very funny. I mean, now that we have the YouTube element, Shuddy Boy can like twerk for us. Yep, I'm, I'm now seeing your point. This is a bad idea, Jeff. Yeah, well, I'm happy we got <laughs> to the end of that quick. All right, well, let's end things with one more quick pop-in from our friend Pyro. What's
6: up, guys? It's Pyro. Anywho, I am just calling <laughs> because upon further reflection, I realized... Is
1: that... Does he say that with every... What's up, guys? It's Pyro. Anywho, is that like his, his usual sign-on?
6: I, I
2: believe so. Nice.
6: It's everyone is wrong. Including myself, because, you know, I said A Nightmare Before Christmas was obviously, like, uh, I can't even remember. But the correct answer is it's actually a Thanksgiving movie, since that's the best time to watch it, halfway between them. That way, you know, split the difference. You get both holidays, Bob's your uncle, and then you don't have to watch, like, the, like, crappy Thanksgiving movie. Anywho, have a good one.
1: I don't know. I still, I still stand by my statement that it is both. It is appropriate to watch at Halloween and Christmas.
3: And I stand by my statement that it's neither appropriate on Christmas nor Halloween to watch Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas.
5: Too much singing in that stupid movie.
3: I've, I, it's been so long I forgot that there was singing. If there is, that's even more to the point.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem like a Jeff Clark kind of movie. Is it? it's a Kevin Krabb kind of movie.
3: You don't really like musicals.
1: I don't, but there there are some times where the rules break. Like, I think Nightmare Before Christmas is fucking awesome. I think South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut is a 5 yeah, I was going to say, I think that's technically a musical. I haven't seen it in decades, but, I mean, I, I remember really enjoying Little Shop of Horrors.
3: Team America. Hey, I kind of like La La Land. Or I kind of. I
1: I did. Definitely not a Jeff Clark movie, but Rocky Horror Picture Show is awesome. Never even seen it. I I just say I don't prefer musicals because it makes me uncomfortable when people sing at me. But um, there are exceptions to the rule. (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. And if you need more MSPH in your life, please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. Uh Every week we do an extra bonus podcast on there on the $5 tier. Today, right when we wrap this up, we are recording our 300th episode. And if you've
2: never... Holy shit.
1: Yeah, 300. So if you've never been a member of our Patreon, you get access to everything. The entire history of, of the msph patreon is there um and if you get on the ten dollar tier you have the ongoing battles of queef or no queef you have what the fuck did i just watch with shuddy and dom you have all of jeff's snack attacks and between two flushes uh 60 seconds with kevin there's almost there's almost 60 so that means it's basically like an hour long of just stupid shit in my life The Kevin's Nerd Hole Jeff and I are going to record another Dragon Ball Queef this week where the two of us pick the first episode of an anime series, watch it, and then come back and do a book report on it tons and tons of stuff so check it out patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour and you can thank us later if you would like to see all of this madness play out before you, go to youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour like and subscribe and all that goofy shit and you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Kraft,
2: At Shuddy Boy.
1: At Jeffra Records. And at MSPH Podcast and at John Cooper Movie. Hoping to have some updates for you guys shortly on that front. Things are starting to move along now that we're, you know, a month past principal photography. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, check out Jeff's sports betting Podcast. I mean, if you're about to head into the sports equinox, you're going to need Jeff's sage-like advice. Outkick bets with Jeff Clark.
3: Damn right. On fire in the NBA season through the first week, 10 and 5. Had a nice winning week in the NFL. Be dropping an NFL Week 9 podcast Wednesday. Doing mostly daily NBA podcasts Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. When I feel like I've been... Uh, what my schedule is going to be on that. So check it
1: out. How Kick Bets, Jeff Clark. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. And uh, do it. I guess that's it, man. Thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Spread the poo- the Puminati word. And until next time, something.
5: Pops and doodly plops.
1: Oh, Mm hmm. Close that, close that, close that. Here we go. Here is the Zoom link. Meow, 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 meow. Okay, join. Meeting. Eat that
8: daddy dick.
1: Eat that daddy dick.
8: Eat that
7: daddy dick.
3: Eat that daddy dick. Oh! Ow! Oh! Ow! 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 Stop! Oh, stop! Oh, stop! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you just spank me like a dumb little baby.
2: What's up, fellers? What's up? They put it in my
3: mouth: crawfish and shrimp. It's a fooey.
5: Crawfish mm. and shrimp, Baba Booey. Do you
3: want to do can you do Dragon Ball Queen Friday,
1: Kevin? Yep. Um, if we can do in like the AM, yeah. Does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can make it work. I feel like I've been slacking in the anime department lately. I need I need Dragon Ball Queef to force my hand. More like Anna Gay.
3: But yeah, I hear you. Some guy asked us on uh, Twitter.
1: You see that? Well, let me see. I don't even really go on Twitter anymore. Oh, you know, yeah, like gay threads. Yeah, I like threads better. There's less whining on there.
3: Question. Do they care about Israel
1: Palestine on threads?
3: Because they really care on Twitter.
1: Um, let's see. What's on threads right now? Doug Benson saying which Halloween movie he's watching today. De- yeah, I don't Devin- think that has anything to do with the Gaza conflict.
2: He's the one that broke the news uh, for me about Matthew Perry's death. Uh, Doug Benson? Yeah. I saw his tweet about it. And I was like, is he making a joke? And then I Googled and it had like, posted minutes before.
1: I I have... A friend who the two of you also know, who I'll leave nameless, who I call a Grim Reaper. And it appears he gets a boner any a celebrity dies. And he has to, like, rush out and, like, text everybody he has a contact for about it. Like, dude, did you hear Matthew Perry died? And, like, post about it on social media immediately. It's like, if, if somebody dies and your first reaction is to just, like, rush to social media, and announce it yourself, I refer to you as a Grim Reaper.
2: That's a fair assessment. Oh, also,
1: here on Threads, uh, Devin Townsend of the metal band Strapping Young Lad posted a pretty funny macho man meme. I don't hey, know if you maybe see it, maybe you're uh, onto something. Maybe Threads is cooler than Twitter. It's, like a, it's a Goodyear store, but all the letters are out, so it just says, "Oh yeah, and then they Photoshop the ghost of Macho Man over it.
3: My Twitter timeline and, like, algorithm is just completely fucked because of where I work. Like, they, they treat me really well. That's, like, compared to my last job, the pay, the schedule, it's all fucking sick. But Jesus Christ... Did they fuck up my social media algorithm?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's see. What else is going on my threads? They're
3: whining about things I don't even fucking know. Like, I don't, even, It doesn't even exist on my radar.
1: I know. It's like, Jesus Christ, what is your life like where you're just this whiny every second of every day over every little thing? Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> You're going to fucking die what? so early of just fried nerves or something. Fucking That gets whiny. my heart
3: racing. Like I get fucking anxiety because of it.
1: Yeah, Hideo Kojima is always tweeting cool or threading cool stuff. I never played that Death Stranding video game that he created, but he's always posting shit revolving around that. Letterboxed posting I, stuff about... I love Japanese golfers. He said,
3: Hideo Kojima is—he's he, a Japanese video game developer.
1: Yeah, yeah, he made. I'm like assuming. a Metal Game series.
5: All right, cool.
1: Letterbox has he- some rankings putting Di- um, DiCaprio and De Niro head to head against each other. He metal, that's interesting. Like he he
3: did he did Metal Gear Solid.
1: Yeah. Well, that guy's a visionary. I mean, I'm pretty sure he did every single Metal Gear game, even going back to the NES.
3: The Metal Gear Solid I think it was Metal Gear Solid two on p s two had like one of the gnarliest like video game stories ever oh I know
1: my buddy my like buddy kind Dennis of the future on certain things my buddy Dennis beat that game while he was tripping on acid, and the end of that game is essentially just like an acid trip gone wrong, so he had no idea if it was really happening or if it was his acid trip
3: but I'm pretty sure the game took like two days to beat,
1: right? And like actual man hours. I don't, I mean, I, I was bad at that game. I was always getting caught hiding in my little fucking box. <laughs> Brink! What was that noise? And someone shoots the fucking cardboard box to death. <laughs> you farted. <Yeah. laughs> you have the only character that yeah. farts. Yeah. Yeah. Silent but deadly snake. <laughs> See, Jesse May Peluso is posting stand-up clips. Uh, Cheech and Chong posting about edibles and dispensaries. I don't know, man. Threads is fucking chill. I
3: actually do see a lot of that on Twitter. I feel like Cheech and Chong really fucking pay for a lot of social media ad advertisement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're shipping, they're moving actual products, so I can respect that.
1: I mean, if you've never been on Threads, you get a fucking clean start, man. You just follow. Start following a whole different flock of people. No one's bitching. No one's whining. I mean, there are people there that anyone? started bitching and whining. I was like, you know what? I like. I'm, I'm liking my Threads with no whining, no politics. Oh, I, But I do follow. Um, I do I follow about. Uh, Elon Musk's Jet because that got banned on Twitter. But he's not banned on threads, so he's always posting, like, every day where Elon's private jet goes to and from. Nice.
3: See, Elon started charging for Twitter in other countries just I was like, just to see what's up, see if it's something he could do uh,
1: eventually to Americans. I'm starting to think that guy has lost any capacity to make, like, a single good decision. Everything he does I, is I so agree. fucking stupid. Like I was even um, on board with that Cybertruck and so I started seeing like people are posting pictures of it kind of out in the wild and it does not look like all those, you know, uh early release pictures did. It looks way jankier. I have I am no longer interested. Yeah. Um apparently Facebook and Instagram
3: are going to start adding like a uh subscription Model where, but it's only if you don't want to see advertisements. I don't, I think like you can do it free with no ads or with ads and pay a monthly fee without ads.
1: Yeah. I'll I, tell you what, I'll take ads any day.
3: Yeah. And I kind of, I've bought some things off Instagram ads. Like they've gotten me a couple of times. Yeah, me too. There's some comfortable golf shirts that I've I purchased because of Instagram. <laughs>
2: The only targeted <laughs> ad that has gotten me to buy something so far.
3: Oh uh, T T public has got you by the nuts.
2: It oh, really man. was that T public uh succulent Chinese food shirt.
1: Dude, I keep seeing more of those. They're showing up on my feeds now. Oh, it's all over my shit. Yes. The 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 Australian guy?
7: This is the bike who got me on the penis
1: people. Penis people. I get tons of shirts of that guy
3: now. I'm afraid I'm going to buy something Shetty already owns. We're going to show I only up have that. This, that. One. <laughs> uh, and say we're going to show up in the stream wearing the same shirt one day. I mean, we yeah. should all do that one day on purpose. T Public, yeah, yeah T Oh, T Public. I actually, like when we did the.
1: I got the white um, V necks. I got Carl a uh, a, a T Public targeted ad shirt. It was a um, it's a Taylor Swift shirt. But it's done in death metal font, and it has like this, this gnarly grim reaper on it. So I I bought that for her, and she, she loved it. She immediately cut it up, turned it into a crop top. She she wears like a whole bunch of my old death metal shirts, and she just like cuts them up. So when I got her one that was a a Taylor Swift death metal shirt, because she loves the look of death metal shirts. Like she's not bummed out that that's pretty much all they wear. And she thinks, like, the the designs on him are sick. And I was like, well, here you go. Now you got one of a band you actually like. T-Swift.
2: Who, you know, will make an appearance in Shitty Boy's fucking news on the Patreon this week.
4: Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? Can't
2: wait. Talk about T-Swift. Kevin's lotioning his feet. How'd you know? Well, because we can see you doing it.
1: Yeah, but you can't see me from below my witch tits.
2: Every time you lean back, you can see that you're you're have your leg up and you're rubbing your feet.
1: Uh, I could have been jacking off. I could have been pulling to Jeff. You're not kneeling.
2: You're not kneeling. So, got him. You can't be jacking off.
1: Wait, Shuddy's got all of his bases covered here. I was (laughs) kneeling. Now I'm sitting. Are you lotion your own. You lotion your feet, dude. My feet are dry as fuck.
2: I lotion mine also.
1: My my heels were cracking like like when a desert dries out, and and it was like real deep to the point where every time I took a step, it it hurt. So like like I, my I look I, like I, I got fucking zombie feet. They're falling apart. It's nasty.
3: My foot skin's elite. Just my middle toenails are fucking gross.
1: Must be all that fucking... Specifically the middle ones. It's all that random giz you're rubbing into your... You're stepping in all the time. Yeah, totally.
3: (laughs) Bitch.
4: Get your hand off my penis!
3: Hand off my penis, people.
4: there, get your hands off.
3: Damn it! I think I would take the shot of jizz. This is the bloke who got me on the penis people. Oh man! Some guy with Black Lives Matter in his profile liked my podcast.
1: Like my my podcast.
3: I uh, I'm to call it.
1: Maybe he's uh, wearing it ironically.
3: Yeah, just don't don't click into the website, dog. <laughs> Man. Got a big weekend coming up. I'm going to Vegas.
1: Interesting. Uh yeah. I mean, is that uh you already made your big NFL bet. I did. The homie
3: uh Galupi. Has four field passes for the uh, the Raiders Giants game. Yeah, so I'm meeting up with him, his brother, and his dad, and we're going. We're gonna go to the game. We'll be out there for Saturday Sunday night. It'll cool. be a PG thirteen party. <laughs> the fucking his brother is going. whose wedding I was at this past summer. It's a fucking vegan who doesn't drink. A sober vegan.
1: So. You're gonna hear all about that too.
3: No, he's he's not. Like, he's not bad. I thought he was because because his, his brother like complained to me before before uh, I uh, flew into New York. He's like, wait until you get a load of my brother's bullshit. It's like, oh, what what's up? He's like, i is easy a vegan, but he's sober. But I mean, I hung out with him a little, uh, a good amount in his wedding and weekend or whatever, and. He wasn't a fucking asshole about it. And like his wedding menu was fucking bomb. Like he just ate the vegetables. He's like, all right, hey, what hey,
1: cool. Whatever. He said what what are those what are those things called? Like the trays you get at the supermarket? That's like a bunch of little carrots and a bunch of like cherry tomatoes, and then there's like a little dip in the middle. I there's just like a- know them as veggie
3: platters, but what what is I feel like that's more there is some- hay?
1: Yeah, there we go. Crudite.
3: Mm, I I knew Shuddy had that in his vocab.
5: What is that? A, a crudite?
3: <laughs> what is that? A crudite? That's how you spell crudite. What is that like a little? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, you you got me. I would have pronounced a crudite.
5: <laughs> hey guys, I I I brought a little treat for everybody. Who who here enjoys crudite? <laughs> I think there might be some you in there as well.
3: Yeah, until you did the impression <laughs> of me saying it, I didn't. I wasn't sure how to spell it. Now I know exactly what the word <laughs> and what you're talking about. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course it's crudite.
1: <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, Only an sh- idiot wouldn't know that's crudite. Shadi, can I have record permission?
2: You may have record Permission.
1: And
2: I have a loud screen sharing for everyone. Oh boy. In case you want to take us on a photo tour of your trip back east.
1: Oh, yeah. Maybe I oh
3: should. Oh, yeah. Have... You put up a little uh, IG gallery. Yeah.
2: I was in the featured photo. I saw. Just going to say. Major. Surprised he didn't put you in the third photo No, this scoundrel. I know. Fartin' Scorsese put me on the main picture. That was very nice of him.
1: Yeah, why are you calling me Fartin' Scorsese when I did something nice for you? (laughs) I thought that was...
2: Yeah, I thought that was... You can't be Martin Scorsese. That's already taken.
1: Oh, beanbags. How do I...
2: mm. (laughs) That's what you should release movies under from now on. Fartin' Scorsese.
1: You know how... Spike Lee puts uh, a Spike Lee joint. What if I just put like yeah. a Fartin Scorsese blunt? Ooh, that's not bad. What if I just ripped them do... off? You do, and I was like a I was Kevin like, Kraft joint. Yeah, would, would isn't that what Michael Scott did? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he had his own his own vanity card that was like Steve Martin or something, and then he just goes, "Great Scott! I'm just gonna I'm just gonna steal his." Filmmaking career. Alright, I'm emailing myself some pictures to see if uh, I can pull these bastards up during the show. Because there was uh, some fairly interesting shit going down on the East Coast. Um, hmm.
3: Minty bets. Um, tweeted out she like quote tweeted a question or someone else's tweet saying name a restaurant that you ate at as a co- as a kid and didn't realize it wasn't a five-star establishment until you became an adult her answer was applebee's and mm-hmm. i got in the replies and said who doesn't like eating good in the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> we always joked with Cheech about going to Applebee's me and Bill do because they I feels like Applebee's runs the most promotion during during sports games they got that eating good in the neighborhood slogan it's like you know what I mean bottomless boneless wings all you can eat boneless wings I don't know eat dollars
5: I've I, heard of worse ideas I would like to be eating good in the neighborhood
3: <laughs> they got Ritas, dog a dollar for a margarita? Sign me up.
1: Meow, meow, meow,
3: meow, meow. No, she replied quickly. I always love Recording eating good in, in the neighborhood. I Minty, mean, that little minks. i got to get her back on my podcast.
4: Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? She's
3: busy doing that UFC bullshit. <laughs> Come back to football, girl, quit that fucking Dudes in underwear wrestling
1: around. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, did Vindor Machismo put uh John Jones in a naked choke? Cool.
3: Your UFC has really probably fallen off since uh you're serious and Jason Ellis Days, huh?
1: Yeah. You didn't you didn't keep up, did you? Uh no, surprisingly not.
3: Oh man. Thought all those years talking to MMA superstars might have gotten you on board,
1: but no. no We're going to it, kick this mf'er off. Kind of had the same effect as, as people telling me I should watch The Wire over and over. Like, I have less interest in watching that now.
3: Dude, I watched, like, the first three seasons and I didn't even finish it. And I kind of liked it and I didn't even finish it. Maybe, like, subconsciously <laughs> it was the same type of thing, whereas, like, everyone just kept saying it was the greatest show ever. It's like, well, I watched three out of the five seasons and... Didn't feel like the greatest show ever at the time. So maybe after the fourth, it does. I mean, in their defense, that's kind of what happened. Breaking Bad. But I don't know. I just don't have the time for the wire. Anyways, ready to get going? Let's do it. She's making a goddamn protein shake Darn, fucking Well, Los Angeles, California. We're the Mad Scientist Party Hour.